Welcome. This is the Eastern Influenced Corporate Leader Podcast, hosted by Alana Mae Mitchell, where each episode we tune in to Eastern Wisdom. Today, I'm delighted to be in conversation with Anjani Amrit, leadership and women's empowerment expert. Anjani went from being burnt out during a 16-year legal career and took an inspired turn to immerse herself in ancient Eastern wisdom, through which she healed herself of irritable bowel syndrome, severe anxiety and panic attacks. She is now constantly driven to push the boundaries of her life and that of the businesses and people she works with to awaken the untapped potential that is within all of us for the greater good. And Jani, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you so much and thanks for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, you're so welcome. And I wanted to help first connect with listeners and understand a bit more about your story, if you may. Yes, I originally was born and raised in the UK, in England, and I come from a working class family. So I was the first in my family, immigrant family too, in my family to go to university and get a white collar job. And I believed that that's what I needed to be successful. I thought I have to become a doctor or a lawyer to make it in the world. Um, And so I drove myself, I drove myself to be the best of the best. I studied hard, I worked really hard. I, I did whatever it took to get to the top and I succeeded. I worked in the top law firms in the UK and I also worked in the top law firms here in Australia. But it came at a cost and the cost was myself. The cost was I had forgotten who I was and I really had no inner sense of who I was um, and no power, no sense of self-empowerment. So that led to burnout. You know, I wasn't able to have any good healthy boundaries for myself. I was people pleasing. I had very negative inner dialogue. I didn't, I, I never felt good enough. I never felt good enough. Uh, my work was never good enough. And that really got exacerbated being a lawyer because we're always told you have to be perfect your work has to be perfect so I started to believe that I had to be perfect so I created this mask this false self that was this perfect driven professional self just to fit in and to feel like yeah I made it and ultimately as I said it led to burnout and I wasn't coping very well at all. I was working very long hours and I had no friends. My relationship has just totally disintegrated. And I was in a really low place and someone just said to me, why don't you try meditating? And I thought, oh, that's a bit airy fairy woo woo for me. (laughs) Anyway, you know what they say about when you're at your lowest ebb, you'll try anything? Yeah. So I thought one day, okay, I'll go and I'll go and try it. And I went to this yoga studio. It was in a yoga studio. I'd never been to a yoga studio and it was very foreign to me. And I remember there were all shoes at the bottom of the stairs and I 
took, dutifully took my shoes off and crept up the stairs and I was thinking, oh no, I really don't belong here. And I met, uh, I, I got to the top of the stairs and I met the person who was running the meditation anyway. I felt a sense of recognition and I don't know what it was. I sat down, we did the meditation and I had the most profound experience I'd ever had in my entire life. Like I left my body and time disappeared. And when we came back, I, I just had this really stupid grin on my face and I felt elated. I felt blissful for three days. Like I'd had hardcore wow. drugs. Wow. It was profound. I know not everyone's first meditation is like that, but that was my experience. And that changed the game for me. I just, I didn't know what it was, but I knew I had to find out more. And that led me on a journey of self-discovery. And I ultimately made a decision for myself that I, I have to find out more about what this is. So I sold my house. I let go of my legal practice and I went to India to eat, pray, love myself before that famous book was ever written. And I studied with many masters in the East, yogic philosophy and Ayurvedic medicine and Hinduism and lots of spiritual teachings. And I really came home to myself. And that's what I share with the people that I work with today, it's, it's quite profound and it fills me up and it fills them up too. Mm, I love that you had that experience of meditation you had. I heard a bit about it from your side and, and hearing it from you now. I mean, wow, three days of just insight and bliss into, into it. Um, can you share what now when you, well, first of all, do you still meditate? Oh yes, every day. Every okay. Day. Okay. Yes. Great. And mm-hmm. and how do you find that supports you in your running of a business? How how it supports me is running a business is is a lot of work, and us in the West, we're very busy, and you can't be like a monk when you live in the West. It's not possible. So, I don't you know, sit for two hours in the morning and meditate. That's not my practice. So I connect in the morning. I just have a mini check-in with myself. So I, I just, when I wake up, how do I feel? What's my mind doing? What are my thoughts in my head? Are they healthy or not healthy? What are my emotions doing? How am I feeling? How's my body feeling? So I have that check-in. So that's my morning meditation. And then most mornings I'll do some yoga just to get into my body because often we're out of our body and up in our heads in the West. In the West. And then in the evening, it's a 20-minute mantra practice. So I'm chanting Sanskrit mantras, so um, ancient words that just bring me back to who I am, where I am, my body, the present moment. And it's like getting, um, you know, like an eraser and just rubbing out all of the noise of the day and all of the activity of the day. And it's just this beautiful cleansing practice where it's like, okay, I did the day, wipe it clean. And now I feel at peace. I feel connected. I know who I am. It's like I've had a really nice shower. (laughs) Mm, mm. And then... You know, then I can just relax in the evening and it's just really powerful. 
Oh, that sounds an amazing way to have a day. And I really love how what you shared there in the meditation, often people will get caught up in their thoughts initially in meditation and with what you were sharing in how you connect in with your body and you ground in your body. So there's meditation for people who are new to meditation, um, sitting in meditation or lying in meditation. And then there's also moving meditation practices like yoga that you mentioned too. Yes, absolutely. Everything, life can be a meditation, you know, still yeah. I have stillness in action through my day is another way I practice. And I just remind myself, am I getting crazy busy? Is my head racing? Am I, you know, am I clenching my body? Am I, am I trying to do things really fast? And then, oh, how can I be still and take the action? That's a meditation in itself. Mm, yeah, I agree. And I wanted to touch on the before Eat, Pray, Love came out, the Eat, Pray, Love event and journey. Um, what are some of the insights that you have from the masters that you learned from? It sounds incredible. One of the biggest, I, th I think the biggest insight I learned was the inner resilience that we have and that life is an inside job. It's not ex nothing outside of us will bring us what we're wanting. We cannot reach our ultimate potential when we are relying on something outside of us. So what I mean by that is a status symbol. So for me, before I started with the masses, I felt like I had to have a highly prestigious job. I had to be earning a lot of money. I had to have a big house and a fancy car and be in the right relationship with the right guy who ticked all the boxes, you know, all this external stuff. And if I was unhappy, I'd buy something for myself. I'd buy myself lots of coats and shoes. I was the Imelda Marcos of, <laughs> of my hometown. I would buy my happiness, something outside of me. What I learned from these masters was nothing you actually want or need is outside of you. Your happiness, your state of mind, your physical health, your energy levels are all sourced from inside of you. That's what I learned. And how you do that is through the practice of self-awareness. It's really simple and yet really hard to do for us in the West because we're not trained in this at all. They don't train us this in school, at school. We don't get trained in leadership programs or business coaching courses. No one trains this self-awareness. But when we get trained in self-awareness and we are able to dial in to our inner intelligences, then what happens is we are the most resilient the most powerful people because we're not relying on anyone or anything outside of us, which can get taken away. And look in the, you know, we've got this global pandemic going on and a lot of our external props that we lean on have been ripped away from us, our jobs, our, you know, our certainty of a contract, of our employment, they've all been ripped away from us. A lot of people, are, their relationships are disintegrating. And when we identify self with these outside things, then we're at the mercy of them. But when we know ourselves without those things, we can ride any storm and you know, we're, we become completely empowered. And it doesn't matter what goes on around us, what crisis happens, we stay connected and in our power and in control. Mm, 
Yeah, I really resonate with what you've said there. Um, I wanted to touch on the self-awareness aspect because I know from my own work in being a corporate leader that there's often the talk of self-awareness. And so they'll, we'll have 360 degree surveys and feedback and that to gain greater awareness from other people's perspective of yourself. And just you're, you're touching on there that that inner self-awareness that you have of, how do I put it? Um, actually, I can't put it any better than what you said. Yeah. <laughs> observing yeah. yourself, you know, so observing. And I love what you said there because that's how the West tries to deal with potential and self-growth and development. It's all externally focused. Now, I'm not bagging it. That's necessary as well. We have to get feedback from other people. But where our real power and potential comes from is understanding ourselves from within. So it, it's not phone a friend. Our life isn't phone a friend. It, and it's not take a pill to feel better. It's how do I work with my inner intelligences, my mind, my emotions, and my energy body? Now, a lot, I don't know any business coaching, leadership program, teacher, expert, coach who teaches about their energy body, but yet we have an energy body. And this was a revelation to me mm. when I went to the East. It was, we have an energy body, but because we can't touch it and we can't connect to it with our physical senses, often it's dismissed in the West, but this is our real power. When we can learn to work and run our energy body, it's like we have energy hardware and energy software. And often it's just not used at all. So it would be like trying to do your work without your laptop, without your device, without your screen. That's mm -hmm. how most people are powering their life without their devices. You know, the best device we have is our energy body, our mind and our emotional body. And once we learn how to, how to use them, we become, we start to make the seemingly impossible possible. It's profound. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I, I just take, so taken aback by that. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's incredible. There would be a whole course in say for a corporate leader perspective, looking at um, all the three things that you've mentioned there and just the knowledge that's in that. Absolutely. And so I'm interested in what your wish for the corporate world would be with given your experience. So you've experienced both, both sides um, and, and had a journey that's been very insightful and enlightening for you. What would be your wish for the corporate world? My wish for the corporate world is that we start to see more and more programs and um, coaches and mentors and experts who are bringing an integration of Eastern Western traditions and philosophies and technologies, because the East has these technologies. I like to refer to them as technologies. You know, so it's, we're not talking about something intangible. It's very tangible once we understand it. And once we can integrate both the Western external skills and the Eastern internal skills and talents, um, then we'll start to see people in leadership roles who are really 
connected to who they are um, so that they, they are really able to cope with any crisis so that they're not getting their power from outside and so they don't have to make someone feel bad to feel good themselves so that they can support other people as well as supporting themselves and in that way that leads to leaders being able to be socially responsible once we are individually in our power and can master our inner intelligences and we can ride any storm then we have way more capacity to help others so we have to be able to help ourselves first and then we can help others and what i want to see in the future is and it's happening slowly already is the corporate world being the new custodians of our planet so that our leaders and people in the corporate world are being forces for good in the world that's what i that's what i want for the corporate world and i totally i can totally see that that's such an invitation to go next level such an yeah. invitation yeah <laughs> And, and for someone who's listening to this and is inspired and activated and, and they're hearing these terms about energy body, what are some of the tips that you can offer for someone who says, feels this is like really feels that this is something that's relevant for them? What are some of the tips that you can offer on how to get started on this journey into, you know, that um, greater social responsibility? I would say, first of all, take care of yourself. Okay, so that requires just watching yourself, watch your thoughts, watch your emotions and do so compassionately. I find that people in the West, especially women, really struggle with self-compassion. So that's when we can't appreciate or forgive ourselves, it stops us being able to look at, well, what are the bits of me that I need to work on? It doesn't allow us to do that. But when we can practice radical self-compassion, then we can look at the parts of us that maybe get aggressive or go passive when we're working with other people. And we can offer compassion for ourselves and go, it's okay, I, you know, I, 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 I'm growing, I'm doing my best and that's good enough for now. And I'm going to offer myself lots of compassion as I grow through this, through this, you know, part of me that I wasn't aware of before. So I would say a little bit of self-observation. What's my mind thinking? How's my body feeling? What are my emotions doing? And then when you're noticing something that you might not like about yourself, offer some radical self-compassion. That lends itself to us being able to have more compassion to others as well. That's something as simple as that is profoundly life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. And in how I think it's interesting that you start with the self for the for the leader so that they can feel that for themselves and then others can feel that in themselves as well. And if people just looking here, um, if people wanted to learn more about you and connect with you, how, how might they do that? Best to go on my website, so that's Anjani, it's my name, anjaniamrich.com, A-N-J-A-N-I-A-M-R-I-I-T.com. Okay, cool. There's lots of downloads, there's lots of free downloads, free resources, I'm on social media, you can get all those links from the website. And I'll also be sharing Anjani's links 
and so you can connect with her and make it really easy for people as well too. Um, so, and Jani, I wanted to thank you so much for the passion and what you shared here and the insights into your journey. I just think it's incredible and really glad to connect with you. And Jani is going to be so kind as to lead us into a guided meditation for about the next 15 minutes. And after that, the podcast is going to close. So the meditation will finish. You can immediately put some of the things into practice that Injani was talking about. And then you can go about your morning or your afternoon or your evening. And so, Anjani, I wanted to thank you because I won't get a chance at the end, but I wanted to thank you so much, so much for sharing your insights today. And now over to you for the meditation. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. So just closing your eyes when you're ready. And take a nice deep breath in. And breathing out, relaxing. Just letting go, let go of the day, let go of all activity. Another deep breath in. And breathing out, softening the body, relaxing the body. Relaxing the jaw, relaxing the eyes. Just allowing the eyes to gently nestle back into their sockets. Relaxing the forehead, the teeth and tongue. And unscrunching the brain. Softening the throat. Relaxing the shoulders, relaxing the chest and belly, breathing in, breathing out, and every time you breathe out, just relax, just let go. We hold so much tension in our bodies, and that makes our mind race. So every time you breathe out, just relax more and more. Just allowing yourself to really drop down into your body. Let your energy drop down, 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 out of the head and into the body. Relaxing, relaxing into the support of the chair or the floor, wherever you're sitting. And feel the support of Mother Earth come up underneath you. And just rest into that support. You are supported. You are safe, you are safe, you are safe. Feeling the support of Mother Earth underneath your feet and resting into that support. Just relaxing the body. Ah, oh, all is well, all is well, all is well. allowing the belly to be soft. And as we soften the belly, we send strong signals to the brain that we are safe. And this allows the brain to shift into peace and calm. And it allows the nervous system to switch 
from fight or flight to rest and digest. Just feeling the sensations of your body and taking a moment to observe. Just watch your thoughts for a moment and be a compassionate observer, observing compassionately whatever the mind is wanting to think. Just allow those thoughts to ebb and flow like waves on the ocean back and forth without holding on to them, seeing them as something outside of you. Noticing how your body feels and sending lots of love and compassion to your body. Gratitude to your body for carrying you around all day, every day. Offering some gratitude and appreciation to your body. Often in the West, we're quite mean to our bodies. We're just offering your body lots of love and compassion. Thank you, body. Thank you for being here. Thank you for functioning. Thank you for carrying me around. I love you. I appreciate you. You are amazing. And really feel your body responding in a positive way. Enlivening. And then checking in with your emotions and asking yourself, how do I feel right now? How do I feel in this moment? How do I feel? And often we'll get a response of good or fine. And know that this is the default response. So if you get a good or a fine, just ask yourself, what is underneath that? What emotions are bubbling up underneath that? Do I feel sad or happy? Do I feel tired? or energized? Do I feel anxious or calm? Do I feel angry or peaceful? And whatever it is that you discover, simply accept, simply accept and know that this will pass, this too will pass. So just accepting however you feel right now in this present moment and offering yourself lots of compassion for however you may be feeling. And accepting whatever it is you find. And now we're going to connect to our energy body that is beyond the mind, that is beyond the emotional body, that is beyond the physical body, that is eternal and boundless and wise. It is where all of the answers to all of our questions lie. Being aware of a point of light high up above you as high as you can imagine, a point of bright 
white light. The next time you breathe in, imagine that you can draw this light down through the universe, through all the layers of the Earth's atmosphere, in through the top of the head, and as you breathe out, flush the light down through your body. Feel it cleaning and cleansing as it goes, dissolving all negativity, all stress, strain, anxiety. Again, breathing in, and as you breathe in, draw this light down. Feel it pouring down like a waterfall, a soft, gentle, cleansing, powerful waterfall. Pull it in through the top of the head, and as you breathe it out, wash it down through your whole body. Washing it down through the brain, the nervous system, the hormonal system. Washing it down through the face, the throat, the shoulders, through all of the inner organs. Feel it cleaning and cleansing the organs, restoring them. Sending the light into all of the cells of your body. And imagining all of the cells, the batteries in the cells, switching on, 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 on. Lighting up, seeing millions and millions of tiny lights switching on, on, on in your whole body. Feeling revitalized, energized and connected. And releasing down the body all negativity, stress and strain. And feel it just draining out of the base of the spine, the soles of the feet and the palms of the hands, like dirty dishwater draining out of the sink. Sending it into the earth. And we ask that all energy that is leaving us today be dissolved and disintegrated and transmuted into love and light. Taking your awareness to the base of the spine now. Breathing in and as you breathe out, sending roots like a tree out of the base of the spine and the soles of the feet down into the earth. Down, 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 down. Let your roots go deep, far and wide and feel yourself connecting to Mother Earth. Really connecting, plugging in. And imagine that you can connect your roots into the heart of Mother Earth. We are all connected. We are all one. Feel your connection to Mother Earth, the safety and security. Feeling the abundance that is in Mother Earth and connecting to all of the abundance in the Earth, all of the crystals and diamonds and rubies and precious stones and people and opportunities and synchronicities that your business or your life requires or desires, all of the people connecting to them now through these roots. Feel yourself connecting and feel this energy really connecting in your roots. And as you breathe in, draw this energy up through your roots like sipping water through a straw. Breathing in, 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 pulling that energy up, this rich, life force up through the base of the spine. And as you breathe out, flushing it up through your whole being and feel that filling you up. Breathing in and flushing that through your whole being. And finally breathing in 
the light from above and the earth energy or prana from below into the heart space. And as you breathe out, open the heart, let the heart open, allow the heart to open. The heart is the wisdom gate. When our heart is open, we see everything. Breathing in from above and below into the heart space and opening the heart, allowing your wisdom gate to open and setting an intention now for your day, for your evening, for your business, for your life, whatever it is you wish, just setting a powerful intention now that you're fully connected to your energy body, setting a powerful intention. And breathing in and as you breathe out, sending that intention into the day, the week, the month, the whole year, sending it into your future, pre-paving the way, pre-paving the way. Very good. And just offering gratitude to yourself, to your higher self. To Mother Earth, to life, to the people in your life. as we give great thanks to all the beloved ones who eternally guide and assist us back home to the heart with much love, gratitude and respect. Namaste. So if you would like to remain in this connected state, you can do so. Otherwise, just gently take a few deeper breaths into the belly, wiggling the fingers and toes and gently bringing your awareness back all the way back, all the way back, and bring all of that beautiful energy back with you as you bring your awareness back. And when you're ready, just gently blinking your eyes open. Namaste.